Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while Geico could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, Geico has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Welcome and happy New Year's Eve and roll tide. Hi, this is Evelyn Bowden. Finally, New Year's Eve. I don't know about you, but this week seems to have been 365 days long. So much has happened to us. We've been through so much. And for some of us, we're not ending the year like we would have hoped. But I tell you, I'm always optimistic and I'm going to go into 2017 with uh, optimism and actually doing things my way. I, I saw this phrase on a book and it has stuck with me all summer and it said, seek more. And that's going to be my theme for this year. I'm going to seek more, but not necessarily what you think it is. I'm talking about seeking more, more from myself and of myself. And uh, we'll talk, we'll get into that in a bit. Roll Tide 14 and zero. Let that sink in. The University of Alabama, my alma mater, winning the Peach Bowl game in the Georgia Dome today. Tide fans, I know you're feeling no pain out there this evening. I am inviting you to call in and share your thoughts. This is open open mic. You can share your, your thoughts, your resolutions, how you plan to enter 2017. Want to give it out about years old. He lives in Lemoyne. I think that's how you pronounce it, Illinois. Cody is a budding poet. He's 10 years old. He wrote a poem called All About Bats, and I hope to be able to talk with Cody uh, online about uh, his poem and about the uh, about his writing. You know, uh, we don't find a, a lot of young people even reading, let alone uh, writing these days. So we are going to uh, try and get Cody to come on and talk with us and also uh, perhaps talk with his brothers. He has two brothers, Patrick and Marcus, and I understand that they too are excellent young men excelling in their school and extracurricular activities. Good boys. They have very, very proud parents. And that's one thing always want to do is to lift up and promote the children and the parents also when they are doing something well, because we know uh, oftentimes, actually, the majority of the times our children are not given uh, the credit and kudos for the good things that they, they do. So it is up to us 
to tell our stories. I think we learned during 2017. I mean, I'm sorry. So ready for 2017. Uh, Just getting a little bit ahead of myself. But we learned in 2016 how crucial, how important media is, and how media can be used for the good and for the bad. And how, for the most part, people, if it comes in print or if you hear it in the news, even the fake news that we're now getting on the uh, internet, people tend to believe what is there. Well, they said it on the news, so it has to be true. Now we have learned the hard way that things are not necessarily as they seem. New Year's resolutions, I didn't make any. I don't. I haven't made resolutions for a while. One thing that I always do going into the New Year's, I end that year with my uh, numbers. I'm a numbers person. And so the only numbers that I'm going to work on this year uh, began with my budget. I love to travel. And at this point in my life, that's what uh what I'm endeavoring to do. Uh, So I laid my budget out for the year. I did that already. I actually did it a couple of months ago so that I wouldn't have to go, you know, be depressed when I look to see uh, how things were going to come out there. If I was going to have the things that I wanted as as uh, I go into 2017. And I say I want because for me, I am very thankful that my needs are met and have been met. And for a lot of us, this is probably true also, that our needs have been met, but our wants, we've kind of gotten things twisted and think that our wants are really what are really needs and when when they're not and then we are driven by those wants and those wants tend to get us into trouble especially financially but um my needs are met and i'm thankful for that for 2016 going into 2017 so i'm going to try to get in a lot more travel uh, than i did this year so that's what i'm going to be working on uh, with my numbers this year, and of course, you know, with that means uh, going into the new year and attacking it by saving and being very conscious of what I have and what I spend and and how I handle money. We lost a lot of famous people this year. In fact, I looked at a, a few things around the world. When I say things, I'm talking about different blogs and newscasts and news report, newspaper articles and such. And there are actually several that look to see if we lost more people in 2016 than in other recent years. And it came out that, and I'm talking about famous people, uh, yes, we did. Now, there are also, there has also been an increase in, in the not not so famous people, people that are close, you know, to us personally. A lot of us have suffered uh, losses there. I just would just say continue to be encouraged. Know that death is also a part of living, but uh, we also uh, want it to be delayed as much as possible or as long as possible. 2016 lost a lot of famous people and a lot of people within our local communities and local families. And 
just lift families and friends of those uh, people, keeping them encouraged. Seeking more. I have made this resolution, well, not resolution, but this promise to myself to limit the amount of negative things that I take. I'm not going to say that my head will be in the sand and that I won't see them, but I won't dwell on them. I'm making a choice. And for the most part, I think that is the best way to deal with a lot of stuff, especially uh, with a lot of the tensions that we have following the 2016 election. I was tried as I might to get around even bringing that up, but Everything seems to point back to it. So I said, well, you might as well deal with the, with the elephant in the room. We're going, I don't know about you, but I know in my years, this is the first time that I can say that I join a lot of people in going into the year with a little bit of cynicism, uh, you know, looking at the way things happen, the ugliness of the election process and the things that happened. It was the things that happened on the ground that uh, bothered me more so than with the candidates at the head of the ticket. Before I talk about that, uh, there are a couple of things having to do with children since I went ahead and mentioned about Cody and his brothers, Patrick and Marcus, being uh, very their game when it comes to academic and even uh, extracurricular activities. We'll talk with them about that whenever I can schedule them for the, the show. But there was a disturbing a law that was passed recently. I believe it was in Missouri. And it had to do with criminalizing students for fighting, that students that would fight in school, it would become a felony. Now, it, there was, apparently is no age limit to that. I have not fully read the law, but I will. But I can see the danger further increasing the school-to-prison pipeline. And this just really reinforced my passionate belief that for a lot of people, especially people of color, with children yet in public school. And I've always been an advocate of this, although my child went to public school. Now, he went because he convinced me that that was what he wanted to do, that he could handle it. And he was right. He could handle it. So uh, I allowed him to do so. But for years, I've been an advocate of private or homeschooling for children's pre-K through the elementary years, especially. I'm not advocating totally vacating public schools. If you have your child in a good public school, if they are being educated and given the best that there is out there, leave them there. But if you know that your school is problematic and that your child is suffering, move your child. Find a private school or at least a better school for them. Uh, to be in. Some of the schools do not educate the, the students and, and equally and do not even attempt to. It's not even something that they care to do. It's very evident. There are no rose-colored glasses there. There's not much in, in one school system they even try to hide that they really do not care to serve children of color. And the children are suffering so many years of it and so many years of failure, failing to adequately serve our students. We have the uh, issue with Russia in the midst of the political uh, process here in our country. I saw where they found malware 
uh, Russian malware in Vermont. Vermont utility uh, computer there. Very interesting. Going into 2017 also, I'm not meaning to be all over the place, but there are uh, certain things that I do want to lift up. And one um, that is dear to my heart has to do with heart health. Uh, February, uh, we know, is heart health month for women. And uh, we would just like for you to uh, keep that in your mind. And if you are so inclined to participate in some of the activities uh, to encourage heart health care. Since it's the 31st of December, these are the last hours to get in your contributions, your charitable contributions that you can take off your taxes. And I also like to lift up three organizations that I think are going to be very critical to us, are very useful to us in the coming years as we go into the the unbalanced government that we have now. A few weeks we'll talk about balance and why it was necessary or why it is necessary if we are to have an adequate, not just adequate, but a, a good working government for all the people. There has to be a balance. And I think the framers of the Constitution and those who set up the form of government that we now have had realized that there has to be a balance. And we are out of balance now. We're going in, uh, into a new year totally out of balance. But uh, Again, we'll talk about that. But the organizations that I think we will have need of in the years to come are the ACLU, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, and the Southern Poverty Law Center. So if you have not made your last year uh, charitable contributions, look into one of these as those organizations are going to be the ones out front battling for us, for our disability rights, for criminal reform and free speech, human rights and immigrants' rights and juvenile justice, the whole gamut of it, even economic justice, these organizations will be out front. Also, uh, as is the case with the Southern uh, Poverty Law Center, dealing with a lot of the hate groups and hate crimes that are that we are now seeing coming, kind of the regular things of the day, and that that's a sad commentary. But ACLU, NAACP Legal Defense Fund, and the Southern Poverty Law Center are three of the organizations. Of that will be fighting for us in the coming years. And I just lift them up for you to consider uh, making your donations to. And if you get them in, you know, before midnight, you can take them off your 2016 taxes. I saw this as a title, actually, to an, an article. Uh, I believe it was on the BBC. It says, the best way to stop mega fires is to let them burn. And, you know, if you know anything about fires, especially forest fires, fires, sometimes to let them burn. You you try to set up a, a block around them and basically let them burn themselves out. And in the past, that has been actually the natural way to control things, especially our forest areas. But what has happened as we try to, uh, as we move more and more people into these wooded areas for living and we go in and we do our camping and you know, and hiking and all that, we try to stop and control as much of the fires. Now, I'm not talking about this human, someone go in and purposely sit fires, but there, there is a 
situations where there are fires that actually uh, start that have been a way to control, is this natural way to control what is going on. But when I saw that, Tiger said the best way to stop mega fires is to let them burn. I didn't think about what the article was about. I thought about the situation that here in the United States we are facing. And it's a situation where, I don't know about you, but I realize there's not much I can do about what goes on in the nation's capital as as far as what what the Senate is doing or what the Congress is doing or what the president, the current president, and in a few days, our president-elect is doing. All I can do is try to stay ahead of anything that is that might come down that might negatively impact myself, my family, or my com- community. And that is the attitude that I will take up. But when I saw that, I said, so the best way to stop mega fires is to let them burn. So I'm thinking, okay, well, we got a, the potential for a mega mess, for a mega fire in our national government. A friend of mine says, hey, all we can do is sit on the sideline and just watch it, watch it happen because what we could do to control the election process, we did. And the fact that it came out the way it did, we cannot change. We can only change how we react to it. And just hope with anticipation, just as we were rushing out of the year 2016, that we can get through the next four to eight years without burning the forest down. And so um, that being said, our journey into 2017, for the most part, we're going into it with a sense of fear, hopelessness, uncertainty, and powerlessness. And I think for the first time, there are more people feeling that way all at the same time. And some people will say it and some will not. Some will go go internalizing it or, or keeping it, it in. But this is the state of mind. We have a president-elect, a president-elect who 71% of the country do not think is a good role model. Or 64% do not think that he's a moral person. 61% don't think he's well qualified. 62% believe that he is poor judgment, and 65% believe that he is reckless. And this is what is feeding the fear and the powerlessness that we as a people are feeling going into 2017. One gentleman wrote, I have disagreed with our politicians, but sadly, I am now ashamed of the direction of our country. And I and I fear, I know that we were not perfect, but I felt that we have been on the right path. Now I am cynical and fear for our future. Some people are taken into 2017 this feeling of guilt and regret. Some have expressed the guilt and regret that they failed to think through the consequences of their decisions, either not to vote, of casting a protest vote of voting against their own better judgment are the ones that knew better. They did not agree with what was happening, but they voted anyway in the affirm for a candidate that they not, did not believe in, a party that they did not believe in, or that they did not believe was going in the right direction, the best direction for this country. 
cause perhaps of tradition or some affinity to what the parties were historically decided vote against their better judgment. And some people, having done so, are wrestling with the feeling that family and close friends, colleagues at work, people that they socialize with, that they are mad at them. They're looking at them wrong. They hate me because I did this. Now, in the first place, if you hadn't told that you voted that way, no one would have known. But uh, but if you were so bold and so adamant in your action and, and you put it out there, then, of course, you know, people would know about it. But there are some people that are carrying around this belief that somebody hates them and are looking at them funny or feel a certain way and blaming them. And that's not necessarily true. Because for the most part, what people problem with is not the party. It's not the person on the ticket. It's not who you um, voted for or your reason for doing so. Cause what the result of what the vote was. One gentleman wrote, every horrible thing that Donald Trump ever said about women or Muslims or people of color has now been validated. That he said it, but that with the vote, the affirmative vote, now it has been validated. The violence and all the negative activity has been endorsed. Yeah, okay. American people apparently believe that it was fine because they voted for this type of activity. Um, and for people that hate just because of different. This time, a vote has validated this mindset. One um, gentleman said, I'm not mad that my candidate lost. I'm not concerned that we have different politics. And I don't think less of you because you supported uh, one candidate and I supported it because you saw a man spouting clear racism and you backed him. I think less of you because you listened to him advocate for war crimes and still thought he should run I think less of you because you watched him equate a woman's worth to her and got on board. It isn't your politics that I find repulsive. It is your personal willingness to support racism, sexism, and cruelty. You sided with the bully when it mattered, and that is something that I will never forget. You are not disgusted. will stick with me long after this. Interpersonal and personal conflict over the 2016 election going into 2017. And a lot of people are carrying this with them. I'm going to shake it off. As I said, there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm going to seek more wisdom and more knowledge and take care of those around me in my family and in my community. Try to prevent as much negative impact that we think is going to happen. Try to be aware and see it before it comes so that uh, measures can take place. But to dwell on it, no, I will not. I'm going to shake it off and go on. We have to. We cannot continue to drown ourselves in fear. I refuse to live in fear. I've always been that way. I will not live live in fear. Uh, If I cannot do anything about it, I'm going to remove myself away from it. Fear is uh, one of those things that I I can't imagine. Fear was to come on me. I'm going to immediately try to start to look and see how to get out of that. How am I going to deal with it or remove myself 
from it. Powerlessness, give your power. I'm not giving my power away. I will continue to fight for the causes that I believe in. I will continue to live the life that I choose to live, although there are some cautions or more cautionary measures that I might have to take just because of the conditions um, that are now in play around me. But I will not let it find me, let it have me uh, not doing as I will. I, as I said, I love to travel, and I often go by myself. So I won't let fear of someone attacking me because I'm a woman or because of my race. I'm not going to let that bother me. I'm, as I said, I'm not going to be blind to it now. I'm going to be aware, and being aware in the sense that I try to prevent the situations from happen, happening, and if not preventing it, getting out of it, getting out of its way as soon as possible. But definitely will not let that prevent me from doing what I want to do in 2017 and the years to come. Another gentleman uh, spoke of his feelings about uh, how things have evolved or devolved in this country, and he talks about it as an element of grief. Grief has to do with the fact, again, and this is a different one, a different gentleman than the one, uh, the last passage I read, he said, is knowing that racism, hatred, fear, bigotry, and intolerance have been amended by our neighbors, those we work with and worship alongside. That is the most horrific thing of all. We now know how close this is. We are now, uh, one gentleman was saying that it felt like he was living in the enemy territory and there's no way to get around. For some of us, it is more real than others because for some, this has been the life we've always lived. The reason that it's so um, bad now is that for the first time, a large majority, a large majority of people who have never, ever been type of racism, sexism, a large number of people who this has never, ever happened to in their lives find themselves face to face with it. That's why there is so much fear. Some of us, this has been our reality, born into. This is what we go through every day. And the sad part is that it meets us at where we are, at our home. A lot of the racism, a lot of the uh, saunas is in our own home. So we have not had the luxury or the freedom of knowing that once you are are in your domain, then you know, you're safe. Safety has always been a guarded thing for some. We send our children to schools, especially public schools, always knowing or being fearful of phone calls. I had one son and he was very smart, still is not really prone to bothering anybody. You leave him alone, he'll leave you alone. But I was always fearful of the phone call from the school and for a couple of reasons. He was bullied. He could handle it, though. When you are bullied by those who are supposed to be teaching you, not only your academics, but setting good examples for you as, as an adult, but when they take to bullying you or dealing with you from a uh, position of racism. And oftentimes, we don't know what goes on in those seven and a half or eight hours that they're away from us. Some students go through and never, 
ever tell their parents what they're suffering. And some parents like myself, you can pick you picked up on the sign. It wasn't that the child came and told anything. It was that you knew your child. And when that child would come in and he is a different person than the one that left in the morning, then you know it's time to do some investigating to find out what's happened. So for some of us, we were born into it and we brought our children into it. And we have to every single day, every minute, every hour, every day of our lives, we have had to deal with the racism, the bullying, and the sexism, all of that. We've had to deal with it. So what's the climate in this country now? We just never had this happen to them before. This is something, this is a game changer. And I would just encourage people, even those that are dealing with what they call their self-guilt and self-doubt or whatever, put it on the table. Recognize that what's done is done. Do better. Learn better. Some people made what they now say is a mistake because they listened to somebody else rather than becoming informed decision. Well, that's on you. So shake that off. You made the mistake. Learn better. And I would challenge you to learn some things for yourself. Not Don't just rely on what happens, what you see on Facebook, on Fox News, on, or, or any news. Because if you look at what we had for journalism and news reporting this past year, those of us who know what good journalism is, we have come up wanting in that area. Now, the best way to approach something, if you see a news, and especially when you're getting it off um, of your social media, because you never know whether what you're seeing is real or not. You check it out in more than one source. And a lot of times, you know, you can call and or actually go and see for yourself. So there's a lot more that we can do to make sure that what we are believing to be the truth that of something that has happened, uh, that we can actually do that ourselves, but we got to be willing to do it. A lot, a lot of us are not willing to go to the trouble, as some would say, to read this or read that or, or go check something out or double check something out. Oh, they said it, so it must be true. Not necessarily so, just because someone said it. Even with people that you trust said it, trust but verify. This is Evelyn Bowden. I encourage you again to listen to our programs. We are ending 2016 and beginning our series for 2017. Plans are to be more vocal in the new year and uh, more accessible to you online and, you know, just bringing ideas, throwing some things out there for you to chew on. Uh, share some information and also give you a forum or an avenue to share your about things. Know there are a lot of happy people out there. Tired again. Uh, as we're going into, I hope, uh, the championships, always a champion. Uh, looking forward to 2017. While I was looking at some of the going on with uh, international activities, I thought about the threat of nuclear weapons. And, uh, I had been listening to Angela Merkel as she talked about what their major concern was uh, for going into 2017. And so I asked the question about actually has the capability, the nuclear capability uh, to pretty much 
destroy us as who we are, to destroy us not just in one place, but just to destroy the world. And so I said, uh, let me look to see who actually has the nuclear capability so many fear. And the number one country, the one who has the largest arsenal is Russia. Second to that is the United States. And then we have France, China, United Kingdom, Pakistan, India, Israel, North Korea, and down the line. We never really think about the fact that it was the United States that first manufactured and also first used and only the only one actually to use nuclear weapons in common. Just giving you something to think about there as we get ready to go into 2017. Again, I am going into 2017 seeking more, seeking more of myself, seeking out of life to not only enjoy it, but to share with others, to be as positive as I can in this cloud that seemed to be hovering over us. I want to be a positive difference, to leave something for people, if you ever, you know, hear the name to smile about. And that's what I was, you know, I was thinking when we, we lost so, so many of our, not just celebrities, but people that made major strides in um, the development of us as a people. How someone, you know, have met some met some of the people that passed. But there were several that passed. I never met, met a day in my life, but was touched either by something that they said in a speech or that I read in a book that they wrote or just listening to the music. How many of have been affected by someone that, Again, perhaps you never saw you ever, but you were touched by what they did as their walk in life. A lot of us have that experience for you. There are a lot of ways that we can bring a little light and a little sunshine, and we begin that by doing it, by shedding it where we are. And as we do that, maybe some of this, um, the cloud of darkness that seems to uh, be hovering over us as we go into 2017. Perhaps we can bring a little light into that. We're coming to the end of the broadcast. The call-in number is 657-383-113. Call in at any time that we are broadcasting and have a word to say. We trust that you will enjoy this New Year's Eve night and go into uh, New Year's Day with joy and a blessing in your heart. Looking forward with a joyous anticipation to the new year. I invite you, if you have a subject matter that you would like to hear us uh, cover, um, you can go to EvelynBout.com or hit us up on Facebook at Evelyn Bowden or E.W. Bowden and send us a message and we'll see if we can get that on as we are building our program for 2017, seeking to be a powerful, positive influence uh, on someone that we meet. We'll be talking about artificial intelligence on our next program. I do know that uh, during this past year, a lot of people were upset because the jobs were going away and they felt that uh, the jobs were going to either another group of people or even going out of the country. And, you know, in some cases they may have been. In a lot of cases, though, it was just the technology has changed and the makeup of the workforce, the labor that was needed has changed, especially 
in those situations where they are, where it was manual, going to look at the effect that artificial intelligence is going to have on us in the uh, workforce of the present. I won't say workforce of the future because that makes one think of somewhere way down the line that we won't be affected by. But this is our workforce of the present and we're going to look at how we are impacted by artificial intelligence. Visit the website EvelynBowden.com. Go on there to a radio station uh, that plays some awesome music. Actually, you have uh, a choice of the type of music you like to listen to in one, one place. It's 181FM.com. And I have I really enjoy that. I kind of have that playing in the background as I'm working, and I can choose what I listen to. I, I came across that. I thought, now that is a very good uh, that's a very good medium because it's all in one space, and I don't have to, to search for a type of music to listen to as I work. Certain types of music help my thought process, and so I, I make those changes. And uh, But I, I, I found that just searching around, just wanted to bring attention to it. Remember, again, ACLU, NAACP, and the Southern Poverty Law Center. Those are three organizations that are doing a lot of work, and I think we'll be doing a lot more in the coming years and uh, are in need of your donations. And those donations, again, are tax deductible for 2016. You can you have up until midnight. Looking forward to coming back again with you uh, on Let's Talk with Evelyn Bowden. Danny, I just figured out that if I switch to Metro PCS, I get two Samsung Galaxy phones free. Cool, Dad. And I could be a super dad with two free Samsung Galaxy phones and call myself Double Galaxy Man. Or you could give the second phone to your sidekick. Yeah, I guess I could do that. That's right. Two free Samsung Galaxy on five smartphones are all yours when you switch to metro pcs metro pcs wireless figured out coverage not available in some areas sales tax not included in phone price excludes numbers on the t-mobile network see store for details and terms and conditions there is more to me queen eliara of elf guard than my elven magic just as there's more to geico than saving you money geico also gives you 24 7 access to licensed agents online on the phone or on the geico app And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.